Welcome to The Drive-In with Dave and Anthony, episode 58, Tenet. Uh, One of the only movies to be released uh, this summer, definitely the only blockbuster movie to be released uh, due to COVID. Uh, Dave and I actually went and saw this in the IMAX. uh, Socially distanced, wore masks. There's only a few people in the movie theater anyways. A really polarizing movie, so uh, we're excited to share our thoughts on it, and we hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the drive-in with David Anthony. Episode uh, fifty-eight. Uh, boys are back in town. It's been it's been a God. It feels like it's been a year since we've got one together. Especially is this our first one since. I think this, uh, I, this is our first together in twenty twenty. Is it not? Yeah, it's it definitely is. Uh, obviously, we're in a pandemic, so it's been tough to go to any movies this year, but yeah, one of the... There hasn't been any movies this year. Yeah, uh, but one of the ones we were really excited about seeing is Tenet, so that's the one we're going to see today. We are seeing Tenet. This is one uh, Christopher Nolan is was kind of at the forefront of, uh, of releasing back in theaters and, and reopening theaters, and uh, I think he was kind of the this movie, I guess, was kind of the litmus test as far as uh, theaters reopening, if, you know, how it's going to do. Yep. Uh, I, I haven't seen the numbers on this, haven't seen the reviews. and I'm going to guess the numbers are going to be lower for obvious for reasons. Sure. Uh, I, I'm going to just, right off the bat, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be straight up with you. Like, I was so excited for this movie when... when you know, I heard about it, you know, when it was first teased and yeah. we got the release and stuff, dude. And I just, I, I just... Are you kind of off of it right I'm, now? I'm off of it right now. Well, here's, uh, here's the IMDb kind of a summary. It says, armed with only one word, tenet, and fighting for the survival of the entire world, a protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time. So I think the word time there is obviously important because there's some seemingly from the trailers, there's some like time travel kind of like, uh, do you remember that Ryan Reynolds, Jeff Bridges movie where he dies and he joins the RIPD. It kind of seems like a little bit of that in here too. Like, yeah, it's, it's cause he, he, in the trailer, John David Washington like takes a, a or bites down on like a cyanide pill, and then he wakes up, and then the the, the director or whatever is like, you know, w- welcome to the afterlife. Yeah, exactly. And then they're like on the boat that's like moving backwards. backwards. The car chase scene with Robert Pattinson. And then there's the scene where they're like inspecting the glass bullets, and he's like, "What happened here hasn't happened yet." Which way am I going? Uh, go straight. And you'll see the directions okay. to the one. Speaking, we do this podcast while we're driving physically to the theater. Just saw a car <laughs> upside down on the side yeah. of the road, which kind of caught us off guard there. It's been so long. We are seeing it uh, in IMAX. That was kind of a, a big deal with this movie as well. I know uh, Nolan, that's... That he likes was, to shoot in that film. Likes to shoot in IMAX, and that was kind of his big thing, was, was to make sure this gets released in IMAX, so... 
about yeah, him. Yeah, I'm interested to see because he's because what was his last movie was Dunkirk, right? Yep. Uh, which had a lot of emphasis on kind of the score and the sound, and kind of still had a, a little uh, themes of time because it was kind of set in three kind of different time periods of the same story. Yeah, one like one day, one, one week, week, one month, maybe. See, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like that. Yeah. So. Uh, and then you'll take nope, a right to nope, go east. No Hans Zimmer. Oh really? Yeah, Hans Zimmer is not. Uh, did not do the score for this. I don't know who it is, but I, I think this is, is the first one. Doing the Justice League he Snyder was, Cut, going back and redoing those. Because <laughs> I think right now he was working on, a, I want to say he's doing Dune. Oh, I think you're right. Denny Villeneuve, so. I know uh, this is a Tenet episode, but what did you think of that Dune trailer? I've never seen the original see, movie yeah, or read I, the book, so I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. I thought it looked pretty tight. It, it looks cool, but you know, as far as uh, as far as if it's a faithful, you know, recreation or, or whatever, I, I have no clue if that's you know if that's faithful to the book. Yeah. Or like what actual fans of of the book if if they were happy with it or it's not. It's on HBO Max, the original. I've been, like, meaning to just, just watch it, just to, you know, kind of see, like... So it, it got slammed by reviewers, but I know the the author of the book actually praised that. Really? Yeah, that original adaptation said, yeah, it was faithful to the book, so... And then, going to tangent one more time, and we'll get back into Tenet. Uh, did you see that Tom Hardy's going to play James Bond? Did you read any more into that? No, I saw you sent me a post... I know that's always kind of been like a fan casting for. Oh, mind that for a long time. I mean, he's a he's a Brit, so that makes sense. Uh, would always love to have Idris Elba was kind of like our choice. It would have been really he's tight just, to have. Just too old now to get in for a franchise. Yeah. Tom Hardy's got you know a solid decade or so where he can do it. So yeah, I I'm cool with it. I'm also. I mean, I've also kind of been cool with getting like a lesser known actors like Daniel Craig was kind of yeah he was really to me anyways when he became James Bond so I I was always cool with that getting a lesser known in there and then you know James Bond's kind of what blew him up but I don't know how the casting even went for that if it was uh, I mean did they try out a lot of actors I don't know if they they have been like uh, doing auditions yeah. right now, or if they're just like if they were just kind of they're kind of doing Hardy. their you know castings as well too. But anyways, back to Tenet. Do you think this movie's gonna kind of get the? You'll take the Kansas City exit. Okay. Uh, too much time travel stuff. We've got the Inception movie, then we we've got Dunkirk a little bit. I, I so think, like, are we well, gonna get sick of this kind of formula? I, I think here's the thing: is I don't think. This I don't think this is a time travel movie. Really? I, I think. Do you think they have like a device that lets them go back like ten minutes at a time or see, something? Maybe I guess in that essence. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so maybe not. So yeah. Like not they, full on time travel. They get but to they like can a, rewind. They get to like a crime scene or something. And they then, can rewind it, but also still move in like real time. Time. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. I purely speculation uh but that's kind of what it seems like is uh is yeah they're they're 
rewinding time but moving through that time normally. Yeah, because in the trailer, too, there seems like there's a catastrophe. She, like, has the line that says, you know, we're preventing World War Three, but it's like... I'm so damn confused watching the trailers. Like, I have no idea, like, what's supposed to happen. I guess, like, with Inception, it's like, oh, like, you're going into someone's dreams. Like, you kind of got... You get that. Even though that movie in itself is still... You got to watch it a few times to even try to understand some of it. But, like, you get it. Yeah. So, like, with the trailers for Tenet, I'm like, I I still don't know if I'm going to understand it. And who knows after watching this if I'm just going to be like, I mean, even, I know Robert Pattinson came out and said in an interview a while back, he had no idea what was going on. While they were shooting it, that makes sense. So, you know. Well, I know, doesn't like Nolan, like, he does like the pretty secretive scripts too, where like you only get like the one paper copy and that's it. I I actually just saw uh, a post uh, yesterday from The Dark Knight Rises, and spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, <laughs> but uh, Bruce Wayne's funeral, when they filmed that scene, his tombstone actually said Miranda Tate on it. Oh, really? Yeah, and then they... they uh, oh, so for they the dig- actors. They, yeah, they oh. digitally edited it after the fact, so nobody that's knew actually, he was dead, and uh, Chris, cool. Christian Bale was on the call sheet that day, so he was actually there in like the background of that scene. Oh, really? Yeah, but they cut him out postscript so yeah i mean nolan definitely oh, that's a know. cool little trick to do to your i mean that prevents any spoilers too from getting out there which is surprising with tenet being one of the biggest movies that was going to be out regardless of the pandemic i haven't seen a single spoiler on and that. i know that was that was a big thing is because it got released in china like a month mm-hmm. and like back in august that was uh, so confusing. Where like, even if you put but, out a spoiler, but, you're but that like, was the big thing people were nervous about as well. It's going to get leaked, and spoilers are going to get put out, and it's going to get ruined for everybody getting released there first. But but like nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, usually with you know like the the bigger blockbuster movies, we go see it. it you know, we kind of do a zero or dark thirty on online, so we're not you know seeing the Rotten Tomato scores or seeing anybody post anything. And, and somehow after this got released, I never saw. Like, that's what's... Actually, I, I just... I think I just don't follow Rotten Tomatoes anymore because that's what would always happen is I'd see their tweets saying, yeah. this movie's certified fresh. I, I have no idea if this movie is. I'm assuming it's going to be, but, you know, I could be wrong. I, I I have no clue where the reviews sit on this or anything like that. And speaking like that. of reviews with kind of the non-existent movies to come out this year like does this get like automatically thrown in like the best picture oscar race i don't know if it's gonna be wow this is so we're pulling up to the theater now and there's about six cars there we can count them i mean obviously we'll be social distance inside and wearing our masks and stuff i've never seen a theater like this on a sunday especially not this theater this is it's kind of grim yeah so apparently we're the only ones going to see this today. Yeah. Gonna have the theater to ourselves. But uh Yeah, I, I just getting back into it, I, I I'm excited. I think I honestly think uh again not knowing the reviews or anything helps and I think the time in between and it's not based off of anything, yeah. too. So, like, we have no source material. It'll be like, oh, it's based off of this graphic novel or these comics or this book. So, But I, I think I think I'm going to enjoy it, just the fact that kind of my hype 
for it has get came has, so your expectations yeah, will be a little it, bit it's, better it's just it's came down so much since you know the delay this came out what two weeks ago yeah and i don't even know what the last movie i saw in theaters like i was trying to think about that on the drive here yeah <laughs> that's uh, wild uh but i'm excited obviously christopher nolan's one of our favorite directors and we've loved david uh john david washington since ballers, uh, since ballers on hbo um, Robert Pattinson obviously He's has the, the, kind of a you know a good comeback post you know Twilight movies and you know he's the new Batman so we're excited to see him and you know in this movie as well. And I think you know again Nolan's kind of one of the few directors out there that that studios are just giving him money and saying make whatever the hell you want. You know we aren't we're we're past you know, original movies and stuff, every, you know, it's just a handful that are not based on anything. Well, and they don't do, anything. the ones that are, like, original usually don't do too well, so it's it's tough, you know, kind of in the, and, you know, we're, get to reap the benefits of it, but, like, if it's not, like, a blockbuster franchise, comic book It's type. unfortunate. I watched, uh, the other night, I watched the Shane Black film, The, the Nice Guys, with, Gosling and uh, Russell, Russell Crowe Crow again, movie. and that's one that's fully deserving of a sequel. Yeah. It was a fantastic movie, but it was one. It's an original movie. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, advertised well, and it didn't do well. And I now think, Shane Black is movie after that was the Alien movie that okay, well Predator. Yeah, he tried to do kind of a blockbuster movie, and it just didn't work. Well, like uh, Brad Bird with Tomorrowland. Remember, he's like, I can't do original movies because this is what happens. Like, here's an original story. With like familiar sci-fi tones, yeah, and themes, that's but. true. But at the same time, the movie, I the first half was great. The build-up of her meeting Clooney until they got to Tomorrowland, yeah. and then I felt like it dropped off. So it was like two separate movies. First part was great, and then it just ended up. I mean, it wasn't. But I mean, as far as like great movie directors out there that can do their own thing, there's not many. Tarantino, Scorsese, Nolan. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, you can name a few that I'm missing right now, but like off the top of I my head, I was gonna say like, like David Fincher, but he he doesn't really do he doesn't re- he does stuff based on other, other or like things. true stories, you know? Yeah, so yeah, it's 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 just a it's a handful of directors, and and you know I don't know. Hopefully, you know Nolan's around. I don't even. He's probably in his fifties. I mean, this is only his. Yeah, what, tenth movie maybe he's done. Yeah, so uh, hopefully he he sticks it out because obviously you know Tarantino always talks about how he's going to retire and it's it's a shame when that happens and we end up losing these these directors doing original movies and yep and uh, yeah everything's just it's it's always going to be based on pre existing materials so uh, yeah it'll be this will be this will be nice um. Uh, got high hopes for it uh, yeah i'm excited for it so uh you got anything else for part one not related to this movie i mean we got a lot to catch up on you yeah know, wonder woman getting wonder woman back black again. widow well it got pushed back to christmas delayed again which is concerning uh i mean i i, I bet those movies don't come out until next summer but then like what? well i guess the movies that would come out next summer are probably like had postponements in filming, you know. Well, we got the what Fast Nine was supposed to come out this year, wasn't Fast it? Fast Nine, yeah. Jeez, I totally forgot about that. 
That was supposed to be this year. That I'm ready for them to go out to space and fast tan. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I don't have anything else to add. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll we'll give you your thoughts. It's a two and a half hour movie, so on the uh, on the longer end, I guess of of Nolan flicks, uh, he's only got a handful that are longer than this. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to you in part two here in a in a couple hours welcome back to the drive-in with dave and anthony episode 58 part two just uh walking out of tenant just got done with the movie uh yeah dave what's your initial thoughts on it i i i mean I have no idea. What the fuck. <laughs> so yeah, we'll break this down eventually, but it's the, it's, it's, it's it, a lot to kind of digest immediately. Need, need to see it again for sure. Need to see it with subtitles. Uh, I don't know if it was just since we haven't been in the IMAX theater yeah, in a while. But I don't it was it being that loud. It was ever. it was super loud to the point where you could barely hear any of the dialogue. The dialogue between was the characters. tough, and, and it's a lot of characters playing foreigners so it's yeah. everybody's got an accent so that was uh definitely missed out on on a lot by not being able to fully understand yeah so like the the sound the sound the score itself was awesome we'll probably talk about that later but it had like kind of some 80s electronic synth, synth vibes yeah. uh yeah yeah the, my initial thoughts the first kind of yeah the first like half of the movie really up until he like meets the antagonist guy I was like this is just kind of dragging on like let's get into it that's exactly what I thought I was like uh you know you you briefly see so it, it starts off with uh from the scene from the trailer the opera house where yep. they're, they're going there to rescue which that part was super confusing in itself just because of the scene alone but then also all of the sounds you're like I don't know what's going on and I wonder if Nolan did that to kind of want you to be confused, but I, I didn't like it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it starts with that. They're going in to rescue some guy. Uh, but this is like pre-tenant though, right? He was just like an operative, right? Yeah. Like yep. he just worked for like the CIA or something. Yeah, yeah, he's a CIA operative. and Looking for like those, I think he thought it was plutonium or something well, in those. It wasn't even... Or was it for to extract a guy out? They were of going there. to extract okay. a guy. I don't know who the guy was or anything like that. And then he gets caught. Well, and you briefly see he's he's on the ground, and there's a bullet hole next to him that disappears. Correct. So yep. that's we we briefly get to see that, but he gets captured. Which, not to skip too far ahead, didn't you think they were going to bring it back to the opera house at the end? I thought so. I thought that's where. I definitely thought that's where it was all leading to. Like, that was something, like, the antagonist wanted to spend, like, his last moments or something enjoying the opera. Well, that's, that's what I was wondering, too. Like, oh, is that... Is the the Russian guy, like, is was that the guy they initially saved? Yeah. You know, from the opera, and then it circles it back around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was totally unrelated. He uh, gets caught. He's getting tortured. Gets, gets his teeth pulled. Gets his teeth don't pulled. Get to, don't see it. You don't get to see it, but... Uh, he's with a partner there, and his, yeah. he has like a cyanide capsule in his shirt that they find and throw away. But his partner in front of him like dangles it for him to 
kind of like sacrifice himself like hey uh here's mine you can take but it ends up not killing him right yeah so it it puts him in a coma a coma yeah. and that's where we meet the the main like i think i read on just briefly i think his name's Faye. so and he tells him welcome to ten like he's kind of a recruiter it seems like right yeah so he recruited him and and that's what I didn't know too, you know, when he said, Oh, it was a test. So, and then he says, well, you pulled my teeth out, you know? Yeah. So that was all, I, I guess it, it was that initial mission was meant for him to get caught. Uh, it must be. I think it was like for him to like, not like give up his team or something that they could trust him. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And then he, he gets brought in, he meets with, Oh, what? That car was driving the wrong way. So again, we're going to say we do this podcast driving from the theater. We are going down the interstate. <laughs> and a car was driving the wrong way on the interstate towards us. Uh, we are wearing wireless lavalier mics, so we're not, we don't have a microphone in our hand, but you can go straight here if you have to. Okay, uh, so he meets with some scientist lady who... Uh, she's got a gun and tells him it's a little exposition about kind of what this like tenant tenant is it's inversion inversion from objects so like that's what I thought it was just strictly bullets at first bullets at first but then like you know eventually we'll, we'll talk about you know more of the inversion stuff but right away we're to believe like the bullets just come back to your gun like that's how you learn how to shoot I guess like it's and then, still confusing yeah, to me. Like, and then she starts like showing her manipulating the objects, but in order for it to happen, you have to like go through the movement. <laughs> I basically thought like you have to believe that she picked it up before. Yeah, you just that's <laughs> essentially what it is. You got to do the movement, and then it reverses. But th- there was a cool scene because she played the tape of the recording, so either in forward or reverse it either looks like you're dropping it, so it doesn't yep. matter. So, like, they kind of... They really tried to dumb it down for the audience, but, fuck, it's still pretty confusing. But after that scene, that's where we kind of get... It starts to... That's where it starts to drag. We don't get any... Well, like, he, not, none of that shit comes back he, up he, for, he like, another He goes to meet, like, minutes. Michael Caine... Or, no, he goes and meets... Uh, that person in India for... I still have no reason why. Like, I don't know what mission he's on. Well, he's meeting... That's the, the lady, the arms dealer lady. Okay. Because what he found out is... Uh, so, the the lady, the scientist lady who's showing him yep. the inversion, she had a box full of bullets. Oh! He, he like had them where, tested. He's like, where, where is this from? metal made from? Yeah. Okay, so that's what sends him to India. And to then meet he meets this arms dealer. Then he meets Robert Pattinson's character, which I loved him. He was my favorite part of the movie, I think. I... The only scenes I didn't like is uh, he he's, should have took some more, like, target practice because it looked like he, <laughs> he looked awkward when he was shooting the pistol. Yeah. But, yeah, he meets Pattinson's character. They get into this tower yep. uh, to meet with this arms dealer guy, and then it turns that out it's his wife. It's That's his wife who leads the operation because it's a man's world or whatever, yeah. so she needs that face. Yeah. Uh, well then, then how how does that lead from that scene to then the cat uh, and her husband who become who's the antagonist? So I think that's. So she mentions I think because he's an arms dealer. Oh, like he's 
pulling so the trigger or like he's like running the strings or something yeah, in the background, he's, he's right? He's the one who's actually creating these this ammunition or he's like kind of creating the inversions or something, right? Yeah. So then that's where he meets her character because of, I still have no idea what the painting signifies in this whole thing to you. And I know it's nope. for a brief moment, but I was like, why is it so important for so, this painting? So Again, this is where subtitles would have been good. So, the the painting that he had, uh, the anti- cat cat's husband had, was a fake. Okay. And uh, the John David Washington, the protagonist, that's his character name in the movie. Yes. He he learns about the fake one, but she, I guess. I think essentially committed fraud by selling a fake one for like nine, nine million, yeah, nine million dollars, and her husband knew it was a fake and was using that as blackmail so she wouldn't leave. Oh, him. because she's like a she's like an art dealer. Yeah, person. so if That's she right. if she if she leaves him, he's gonna say, "Well, Expose you sold her the, as yeah. a fake." And okay. she said she listed off a bunch of different charges she could get, yeah, you know, okay, fraud and, and all this. So. Uh, yeah, so then that leads to... Why did they... That leads to... We learn about these free ports. They're at airports, just places where people can store, like, illegal stuff yeah, and, and avoid taxes. And I think at this point of the movie, we're, we're made to believe, like, there's, like, a, an atomic bomb or something, like, in the middle of this free port, right? Like the, the I think that's where we, we, we believe there's, like, plutonium. Yeah. Weapons-grade pl- plutonium, so they have to... Extract and like they they were I, I'm a little confused again if if you're listening and you know exactly or trying to figure out what we're talking about uh, message us on Twitter so we need a Wikipedia <laughs> we are, article we're still up right pretty now. confused uh, so they have to go get this plutonium and John David Washington protagonist told Cat that he would also get that painting yes out of there so that way her husband oh, can so no she, longer blackmail her and yeah, she can she, leave him that's right that's right but. Yeah, somehow they got the information that they needed. I don't. They needed to get this plutonium out of there. For, I'm trying to think of exactly what happened after that. Uh, they they do the Freeport thing. They they crash the plane in there, which was always a cool scene. And then they fight the two. They get attacked by two. Uh, That's a scene in the trailer where you see like the bullet holes in the window. And he says it hasn't. It happened hasn't yet. happened yet. And then what happens after that? So... Well, my head's kind of spinning right now. I think that's when we finally start to learn... Do we learn more that, about the that, antagonist? That, like, that, Well, I think that people are being able to be inverted, not just correct. objects. Yeah, so, so we're able to see that... Uh, there's, like, these soldiers that come out, kind of, and they're, like, moving backwards... Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Jesus Christ, man. What? I don't know. I'm I like, what? So they crash the shit, the airplane, they get. I'm trying to think of what happens after the airplane scene. They get, yeah, they get what they don't, need. Don't, don't, doesn't he get on like that, that yacht with Cat and the antagonist? And then. Okay, so, so. And then they find that yeah. he's been like burying these gold things in like different time frames. Well, that's so. Yeah, he he wants Kat to make an introduction with her husband. 
so, the protagonist does. Yeah. yeah. So she invites him to this dinner, and she claims, you know, he's a he's a friend uh, from the U.S. ambassador to whatever. Yeah. And uh, immediately, her husband he's hates like, him, I'm and he's like, "Slit your throat." Well, he's like, "Did you fuck my wife?" Yeah. And then he's like, "No." And then he's just like, "Okay, well, I don't like you, so yeah, I'm gonna slit your throat and put your balls in them, so you suffocate on your like own a, balls." Yeah. But then he, but then he says. He says something about, do you like the opera? Do you like the opera? Which that's why I thought it was a tie to the beginning part of the movie. Which I think it is, but I don't know how. Yeah, I don't... Because again, tough to hear. Kenneth Branagh was speaking with a Russian accent. So, yeah, he says, do you like the opera? That piques his interest. And then he says, okay, well... Meet me here tomorrow morning at 8. To go at the boat docks. Then they go... They're they're, they're talking back and forth while they're, like, racing another boat. Like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) And it's so loud. It's so loud. I was so confused. You can't hear them. They're screaming back and forth. Also, what kind of boats were those? They were, like, 80 feet tall and then, like, 10 feet wide. And they're, yeah, they're, like, buckled in and having to sprint around the boat to maneuver it. And, like, he's doing that, like, uh... Rowing like motion thing with his own, be like it was it was interesting. But she kicks him off the boat. Kenneth Branagh, the and then antagonist. The, the protagonist jumps out and saves him because he says I I need him. And then because uh, because he, he still thinks this is about finding the plutonium, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think it was before that Cat meets with the antagonist, and he. She gets served breakfast, and that painting was on there. Yep. And then he says, you know, I I have a gut instinct about these things. You know, I knew what you were trying to do. So then after that, she tries to kill him on the the boat. And we later find out the reason he knows is he's already done all this shit. So there's these machines that we find out, which... I don't know who's manufacturing them because there's like 80 of them, it seems like. Yeah. Because there's like one at the airport. There's one like wherever his warehouse. And then the soldiers were going in and there was like rows of them. And then after the car chase, there was one just at some boat dock. Yeah. So you go into this machine and on the other side, you're inverted. So you're going backwards in time. Super confusing. Are you still with us? I hope so because we are barely hanging on. So that's what... There's scenes in the movies where when you see a character wearing a mask, they're going backwards in time. So they're, they're inverted. In, they're inverted. Uh, you have to wear the mask because you can't breathe the air. All like Everything the physics goes, are messed yeah, up. Yeah, hot is cold. Cold's uh, hot. Yeah. But uh, so they, they do, they, they find out more about this plutonium it's getting transported so they do a heist mission where which that's that scene in the trailer where the cars are going backwards and stuff and crashing well, before that yeah they set up oh that barricade with the fire truck yeah they yeah. have four four large vehicles that box in this this uh armored truck that's carrying the plutonium and uh that was one of your gripes of the movie <laughs> well also yeah who 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 are the guys helping them? Because they had people on I think multiple it's just, guys in each of those trucks. I think that, it's like that tenant program, just those soldiers. Okay. Yeah, I think that's who it but, was. Yeah, John David Washington, protagonist, he's riding with uh, Neil, Robert Pattinson's character, in a BMW cruising around. Then they go to get set up. Last thing is the fire truck. So John David Washington, protagonist, gets he 
throws on a firefighter outfit, starts hanging on the back of this fire truck, and then he climbs on top and they swing the ladder over this armored truck. They like blow it up. Out, uh, yeah, blows a hole in it, then he crawls down in there. And he gets the plutonium, but it was just, that's what I brought up to you, is there was no reason for him to ever <laughs> put a firefighter outfit on. Like, you're, you're hanging off the back of the thing, you're, you're standing well, And out. you're not, like, incognito. Like, there's four big vehicles wrapped around this one armored truck. Yeah, it's not like, like you're going undercover here. Yeah, you're not having to be a firefighter. So, he yeah, he gets dressed up like that. So they get it, right? They get it. Then the, then, then it's like that car chase. Uh, he's got her, so then he, like, gives... We, we find out that uh, Kenneth Branagh the whole time knew yeah. that this heist was going to happen. So, uh, yeah, they get caught up on the interstate with cars driving backwards. We find out Kenneth Branagh has a gun to Cat's head. Yep, so they trade the, the plutonium. Which... He opens it up, and we find out it's not. What did we find out? It's an algorithm, right, or something? Yeah, okay, so that's the opera house. Yeah, uh, at the there's, a, there's an algorithm yeah. there. Yeah, he went which, and got the, the guy's bag check had an algorithm uh, in it, which why are you bringing that to the opera with you? He, 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 I wish they would have tied that more together in the end of the movie, but the algorithm is because there's nine nuclear missiles, so each one of these algorithms is like this metal kind of like box right that they put together that you then have control of all of the nuclear missiles or something right is that what what, that's what i got out of it i don't know maybe i have so i thought i thought the algorithm is what allows you to control time oh okay but they were still using these machines without having the whole algorithm and they were using them when he died and then at the very end, he's like, oh, no, you're only halfway through your journey. You'll see me at the start of this. So, obviously, they're, they're still going to work. And at work. the end, why was it only three pieces? Well, they broke it off. I think they he, like, just twisted off. I think there was eight maybe, like, distinctive pieces oh, each, screwed each together. each of them had three screwed together. Yeah, something like but, that. Yeah, so there's – I don't know what this algorithm is, man. <laughs> but I thought it was, like, a math equation at first. I was like, oh, okay. So they get – they get ambushed. He has to give up the plutonium, and then, yeah, protagonist confronts Neil Robert Pattinson and says, "You know, how did he know exactly what we were doing the entire time?" And then this Are is you a rat. And this is where he finds out that you can move backwards and invert as yourself. Yeah. So they get because he well, gets I, he gets caught. Yeah, he gets caught, and he's getting talked to. By the past self of the antagonist. Yeah, through this window while he's he's got a gun to Cat's head. Uh, and then she gets shot by the inverted bullet, which is, like, deadlier than getting regularly yeah. shot. And, uh, which I thought they were going to do more of that in the movie, but they only did it that one scene. And then, yeah, all these, all these soldiers who apparently work for Tenet show up and rescue them, and that's when... They start to explain things. Yeah, it's like, who the fuck are these guys? These guys are pros. Like, why are you bringing in John David Washington yeah. character? Yeah, that didn't make sense to me. You too. got a like whole squad had... of whole squad of these soldiers. So, yeah, I don't. They basically kind of explain like they're split. Like half the half the soldiers are going inversely on missions, and then the other half at the exact same time is going <laughs> regularly. And again, we're gonna have to rewatch this to kind of understand that more, but. Bear with us as we explain it immediately coming out of the so, movie. Yeah, we we while protagonist is caught, the antagonist asks him, "Where's the the piece at?" Yeah. 
protagonist says it's in the car and uh, antagonist can't kill cat because he can't verify that it's in there yeah, yeah he protagonist was able to trick him somehow without him knowing where this piece was but i think then he just gets it anyway yeah because he starts moving inversely in there that's right yeah. you see yeah you can see him with his mask on this uh, just like a regular breathing mask there was a or oxygen mask during the car chase the initial one when he goes to hand over the at real the time piece, yeah yeah he the, throws it over the hood of a car that we find out is himself yeah so then the antagonist replays that and ends up seeing it's the protagonist in well, the car crashes it well that's what the protagonist goes back and it's it's really unsafe to go inversely in time without like a your regular suit blah 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 but he doesn't have time so he goes inversely through time to try to save cat because her he wounds had time dude it was a fucking jumpsuit and her i know and her because her wounds would heal faster because they're moving backwards instead of forward so him and her go through there right and then they end up on that or he gets he gets in that car wreck the antagonist like blows it up and he gets hypothermia because the physics are off because what's cold is hot hot is cold and then robert pattinson saves him i guess then they end up on that ship moving backwards still so now yeah they just got like a a a network of helicopters that fly these people around in shipping containers just all over the world like they're living in the shipping container now also like if 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 you're a normal person like would we see the shipping container be going backwards while we're going forward do you get what i'm saying i think in our world we're not inverted so it looks normally that it's going forward okay that makes sense oh that's confusing but he protagonist realizes that he has to go go back like to that initial heist where he i mean were they successful that first heist were at the freeport well i think they, when they got attacked did they get what they needed out of that or no i have no idea for some reason i thought the only reason why they went back to the the airport was for them to move her back through that machine again but didn't they have a machine where they were just at well yeah they inverted her and then she was fine but then they like inverted her back at that airport for some reason. Yeah. Well, they they put her back to real time yeah. at the airport. Yeah. So I, I I'm still a little confused there, but yeah, why they had to go through all that. But then we we find out that <clears throat> they got attacked with by themselves when they were. Yeah, there's some cool scenes and. Like in the beginning of the movie, you're like, oh, okay, like what just happened? And then at the end, there there is some like reveals that are kind of cool. Did there's, he get shot in the arm? No, he got. I think he got stabbed. Oh, okay. Because remember, he has that scar going backwards, and he's like, what happened there? And, and I mean, it makes sense eventually, but yeah. There's a scene in the beginning where Robert Pattinson and uh, John David Washington are fighting these two guys at the airport, and. Uh, Robert Pattinson removes this guy's helmet and like kind of has like a reveal face, and we never get to see and who he takes it is. Off running. And then you find out later it's John David Washington's future self going backwards in time. So <laughs> keep following along if you're with us still. So then there's a apparently there's just like this huge army of soldiers that know about this program, and there's going to be uh, 
a nuclear missile launch when the antagonist kills himself, right? Or something like that? S- somehow the world's going to end when the antagonist kills himself. I, you see I, him with this Fitbit through some of his scenes, and apparently he has cancer, so... Because uh, due to when he was a child, he became an arms dealer because the city he was living in, they explained it was like some experimental town that yeah. blew up, and he went in to recover. And that was kind of like a test for him then, too, because he had that... He recovered this this rate this pluto- whatever radioactive material Plutonium. was, and, and then like there was like gold and like a contracts and stuff in there. But yeah, for some reason, somehow he's gonna kill himself after yeah assembling all these pieces of the algorithm. He's got guys on his team that yeah. are just cool with the world Blood. ending, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't understand why they, yeah, why he has a, was, a team that would go along with it. That didn't make any sense. I'm starting to get a headache thinking about this ending. So you got the two, you got the good guys going to this like army base in the desert where this like bomb, these bombs are. The last part or the last piece. And then they're split up in half. So then you got the red team, which is John David Washington's team that's going regularly in time, and then Robert Pattinson's team is going inversely in time at the same time to retrieve or to... I'm still confused on exactly what the mission was. Yeah, they... Aaron Taylor Johnson ends up being like the leader and, and briefing them on this mission, and he says, well, we want... Like, we're not going to stop this explosion. It's gonna happen... But they want to bury it or something, yeah, right? Yeah, we just we want it to look like we failed, but we're not actually going to fail. The, and then the yeah, I'd have to give it a rewatch. The to, blue team doesn't isn't aware that that's what red team's doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they I'm, they show up, get dropped off in shipping containers, and yeah, there's a whole other. There's army some cool already. scenes there, like the things going in reverse, yeah. like. Yep, you're getting uh, reverse explosions and yeah, like that guy getting caught in the building. Good. You know that, that was, rubble, that rubble that was already fell off the building. This guy was caught in the opening of that, and then since time's moving backwards, he gets caught in there. Which they had a couple scenes of like large chunks going back up to buildings. Yeah. I thought one of those guys were gonna like hold on to it so they could. Oh, then it reverses, <laughs> and then they can fly up to like a top of the oh, building yeah. where they oh, need to get. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, like oh, we need to get up there. How? And then he sees the rocks rumble and grabs one, and it just you know flings him up there. God, it, we should have wrote this movie. Uh, but anyways, they get to this scene where they're going to explode this bomb. Uh, one of the bad guys gets down there, and then while this is happening, Cat is going back in time to a time on the yacht with her, when her husband and her were like I guess like kind of like it was well, like their last good moment together or something uh, right? No because that's that's when he gave her the ultimatum. He said, oh that's right. He said I'll let you go or and you'll never see your son again but yeah I guess something about that moment is she, she cracked the case and uh, realizes he kills him self at that moment or something so they go back and yeah fuck. yeah i don't know it, it looked like i think she cracked it that he's going back in time to this point because that was like his last like and good she, memory and or yeah, something she ex- i don't, I don't she, know she explained it she was getting <sighs> i think she said it was the last time she ever saw him because 
she was arriving with her son and she said she saw him dive off the boat and then he was never seen again. But we find out it's actually her, her diving her off the boat. Her past self. That she, that she ended yeah, up she, seeing. She, so. she kills him and then she dives off the boat. But he's still, the antagonist is talking to his goons over the phone as they're retrieving this last piece of this algorithm, which again, as soon as it's retrieved, somehow he's going to kill himself and the world's going to end. Yeah. So then they save the day. And, and we, then we, well, we find out. So as they're getting the piece, the antagonist tells his goon, shoot, shoot him in the head, the protagonist. And as that's about to happen, somebody steps in front and takes a bullet for him. And that, and then you find out that's Robert, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson went back in time. He inverted himself again, went back and and saved the protagonist. And uh, you you think Aaron Taylor Johnson's character is gonna betray him, but then he ends up splitting this algorithm up into three pieces. Yeah. Tells them all because they're trying to keep it a secret, I think, from like the public still or something. And he said, "Yeah, go hide this." And uh, well, then you find out that the protagonist actually created the tenant program in the future and recruited. Did you not get that part? He created. Yeah. John David Washington, the protagonist. They, yeah, and he's it? like, "How? Who recruited you?" And he's like, "You did in the future. You recruited all of us." Oh shit! Yeah. I missed that. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. I think that's what I remember that, taking that. That's kind of dope. But like his future self did all of this already. Yep, and he he's been friends with Robert Pattinson for years. Even though I like that scene because he wanted to tell him like, "Hey, like you're gonna." get killed in this scene like because yeah. he recognizes that string with that like magnet or whatever yeah was on, on it. his backpack but i think he knew but i so but obviously he's still alive because that well, was that's his what i don't past self. that's what i don't get is so that happened he gets saved but he he inverted saves him and then he's standing with them but then he's like i gotta go back but it's it already happened so What's he going back to? Everybody's already left. I, I have to. Everybody's have to, already left that base and everything. They, well, they do what they talk about like the grandfather's paradox in there too. It's like if you go back in time and kill your grandfather, do you cease to exist? So it's like, well, what's the answer? There's no answer. It's a paradox. Yeah. So it's like themes of that. But and that's what he realized there. I think he knew he was going back to die. Yeah. But he was there in that moment. So and then it ends with. That Indian woman in, uh, like, one of her hired goons was going to kill Cat, and then John David Washington's, like, in the backseat of their car, and he's, he's like... He, he told Cat, he gave Cat a phone and said, if you ever need or think you're in trouble, give this a call and, and give the date and time, and then it turns out, yeah, she's calling him, and he's able to invert himself and get to that moment right as it happens. Yeah, and then that... that Okay, let's talk about. Was this as confusing as Inception the first time you saw Inception? Oh, this is way more confusing. Way more confusing, right? Yeah. I think I think like the gripes I had was just the, how loud like the sound was, like the score. So those there's differences, right? There's the sound of like things happening, like the water, or, like machinery, or like the cars, like the scores, like the background music. The score was awesome. Yeah. But just the sound was just so effing loud, and I could not hear dialogue, and I'm like, I think I missed stuff. 
you yeah, know, the I, first I, time. I think that was definitely frustrating and, you know, maybe that maybe that'll clear things up getting to see it with like captions maybe it won't who knows but it, it would have been I nice to that, be able to hear and i thought like they i thought the story was fine it wasn't great i thought the ending was fine it wasn't great i thought the villain sucked in my opinion i didn't think he was a good like there was no reason for me to like get like oh like i get where he's coming from or you know like i guess like an understanding or try to understand well i guess i just don't even know what the fuck his plan is I I, I did not like the first that. place, so it's it's like I don't I I just I don't know what he's trying to do. Like or he's wealthy life. already. Like okay, like you have cancer. Like wouldn't you just keep going back in time then to just keep living? Like I I, I was really well. Conf- he 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 made the statement to Cat that if I can't have you, nobody can. So that's why he was doing this. Yeah. He if he died, he didn't want her to be with someone yeah, else. He yeah. didn't want anybody to go on. But it it just. But, like, uh, they could have done more with, like, his upbringing. Like, he grew up in, like, a secret city in Russia. So, like, maybe he had a hard upbringing or something. Or, you know, I don't know. Like, maybe he saw someone, invert, you know, going inversely and, you know, they were saved and he wasn't. Or, like, they died and he couldn't save them. You know, something where it's like, okay, I get it, dude. But it just, it, they, in it, the grand scheme of things, it just it doesn't make sense why any why he would get why anybody, any of his goons would want to go along with this plan. Like, no, I'm not going to help you in the world. Like, does everybody have to keep a secret then from the public? There seems like there's thousands of people that know about this, these machines that can go back in time and then like, you know, bullets go inversely. Like, if you're an average Joe, like, if I see a hole in that tree, then like, would a bullet come? Can I see that then? Like, that's what kind of confuses me. Like, they didn't do enough explaining and maybe that's the point of the movie, but Maybe again, watching it a second time, yeah. I'll get it better. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I got I'm kind of polarized on this one. Uh, maybe it was made to be that way, but I don't know. I was I was definitely expecting to understand it more. I guess even if the story was kind of eh, I thought I'd come out like knowing like oh okay, this is what they were tr- like Inception, you yeah. know, like. But I definitely have no idea still. Yeah, I'm I'm confused, but I I think I still I well, think well, I think I like the movie. I think see, I really liked it. But I guess I'm not sure. I think if I think like the second time you watch, you're gonna be like, oh oh oh. Then the third time, I think when you know everything, I think that's like you're gonna enjoy it the most. Yeah. Uh, what would you rate it? Zero to a hundred. What's your percentage? What's your ranking? <sighs> I don't. It's tough because i don't know exactly what was but again going we, on. we do get to do a part three we, we we do you know after a week of digesting you know like learning more information on the movie i don't know man i'd put it to like an 80 you would yeah i i think wow oh that shocks I, me i think it was good i'd give it a 50 I really want to. I really want to like, see it again. I'm split. I really want to see it again, but I think just like my initial reaction, I'm just like, I was just wanting more. I mean, the Travis Scott song at the end might have been the best part of the movie. Yeah, I, I think I think there's something definitely great there that I, I think it's just going to be more enjoyable getting to see it again. I wish that we weren't in a pandemic and more people could see it and talk about it, you know, yeah. and discuss it. Uh, but unfortunately that's not happening, but 
So yeah, so 50 and an 80. That's kind of the first time we've been this split since maybe like Venom. Venom. Yeah. I definitely want to see... I mean, once this comes out on Blu-ray and people... I'd like to really see like a good you know, video essay breaking the movie down. Yeah, that, I like, know. being able to see scenes when, from the movie. When you drop me off, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm sure we'll text each other and yeah. just doing some research, and then we'll have to record episode... or part three for this pod. Yeah. Uh, and talk about it, but... Uh, it was great going back to the movies. Uh, where there was four of us in the entire IMAX theater. Yep. Uh, pretty good job. Safety, war mask, uh, socially distanced... Uh, Great, still a great experience. So I mean, if you're, you know, sketched out about going, uh, they they do a pretty good job of making you feel safe and keeping you safe in there. Yep, uh, that was my experience at Marcus Theaters when they they had blocks of seats blocked off. They had somebody ready to go in and look like spray down everything yeah. afterwards. So uh, trying to think of what what do we got up on the docket for the next one? Black Widow or. New Mutants. Is that still oh, in theaters? yeah. Good uh, goodness uh, gracious. We do need to see that. We've been talking about it on this pod forever. Yeah. But... But, yeah. Uh, I guess, would you recommend people going to see it in theaters? I'd say, yeah. I'd just s- just because, I mean, Nolan, Christopher Nolan's he makes his movies for the big screen. And even though it's confusing, there's definitely the action set pieces and stuff where fucking awesome you know getting to see on an imax screen especially the end battle it's it's definitely and you know you're never going to get that sound experience it yeah i i at home i do agree with that 100 percent. go see it in theaters it's he's always got good you know the the visuals were great the, the music is just you action know, was you, great you don't the theater is the way to experience it but uh just yeah keep keep an open mind i guess and and you know if you can see it with one of those i know some theaters have like the subtitle screens i guess like when you go see it just expect to want to want to watch it again yeah so that's what i would leave you guys with uh but yeah i'm excited to dive more into it and you know kind of get some more reveals of what we've missed for sure watching it and kind of some aha moments and be like oh shit like and then wanting to you know definitely watch it again after yeah i'm sure what we miss i'm sure there's a lot yeah we miss that i definitely want to do some research and see if people can fill in some some holes for me so yeah Yeah. overall i mean it's good to be back first first time seeing a movie together since probably december yeah so Oh, Almost plan a on, year. Yeah, plan on doing a lot more of these, uh, especially with kind of all of the movies getting pushed back. So we're excited to to get some more episodes out there. So, yeah, that's it for uh, Tenet. We'll catch you on the next one. Yep. Later.